all across America and around the world. This is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. Welcome to Veterans Radio. I am Jim Fawson. I'm the officer of the deck today. We've got some great programs for you. I think you'll find very interesting. We always want to remind you, you can find more about Veterans Radio at its Facebook site or by going to veteransradio.net where we're on the web 24-7. You can find a lot of our podcasts there as well. We post new ones every Tuesday, so you can get a new story, a new interview, something you didn't know before by going to veteransradio.net. And before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors. First up, we want to thank National Veteran Business Development Council, nvbdc.org. It was established to certify both service-disabled and veteran-owned businesses. You'll find out how they can help your business by going to nvbdc.org. We want to thank Legal Help for Veterans. Legal Help for Veterans fights for veterans' disability rights all across the nation. You can reach them at 800-693-4800 or on the web at legalhelpforveterans.com. We want to welcome to Veterans Radio today a Navy veteran, Tim Kudalak. Tim, welcome to Veterans Radio. Hey, thank you, Jim. It's an honor. Well, we're glad to have you on, TK, and talk a little bit about uh, your your experiences. But something that caught my eye was your um, work that you're doing with Team Rubicon. So there's going to be some focus on that for our veteran radio listeners. But, Tim, why don't we uh, start with you explaining to folks uh, how a nice kid from you uh, ended up in the Navy. Um, <laughs> well, a nice kid, huh? Yeah, right, that, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was actually security forces in the United States Navy from 2004 to 2008. Um, I was also a master at arms, uh, <laughs> which is really weird. This is, this is, just caught my ear right when he said it, because uh, the reason why I had to join the Navy was because I get in a lot of trouble. Um, so, you know, back in those days. <laughs> you were you know, given a choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had no choice, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. So it tripped me out, you know, the first year of being a Navy police officer, being in the front seat of a cop car instead of the back. Yeah, what's what's <laughs> that about? The ride's all entirely different. <laughs> That's right. It sure was. And, and, you know, even, even you know, when I was passing other of my cohorts and everything in, in their police cars, you know, I was still checking my pockets and making sure I was. <laughs> all good. All good. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I was also involved, you know, uh, one of three Navy ships. Uh, we did a couple months in Hurricane Katrina as well, which was devastating to say the least. And, yeah. and where, where, where were you stationed during this period? For my station was Norfolk, Virginia and Little Creek Base, Virginia. And then where we were stationed for Katrina was St. Bernard Parish. So, uh, you know, this is one of these things where you, you spend some time in the service and here you spend four years in, but it kind of has an impact on the whole rest of your life, doesn't it? It, it does. And, and uh, um, I'll be able to talk about that in a little bit. It's, it's, it's a whole line of... Uh, just pain and and suffering as well as you know joy and hardships and and just maintaining survivability in your head um sometimes jim it's crazy well and and uh tim is also a business owner we're going to talk about that a little bit he lives now uh 
up uh, nor- what we'd call northern Michigan and uh, God's country. Um, That's right. And one of the things that caught my eye, Tim, was your involvement with Team Rubicon that I wanted to talk about. And mm-hmm. and for those who don't know, Team Rubicon's been around since about, uh, geez, I think 2010 or something. Um, 2010, correct. It's, it's had more than 1,140 operations. It's been to more than 40 different uh, sites around the world helping folks. And and it was recently down in, uh, had uh, uh, troops uh, deployed, if you will, down to Florida for Hurricane Ian. Um, mm-hmm. And and uh, even this interview almost didn't happen because t- uh, Tim almost got deployed off to California for, for a Team Rubicon uh, project. But let's talk first, uh, Tim. How did you end up getting involved with Team Rubicon? It's a lot of veterans and first responders and, and that, that joined Team Rubicon, as well as a lot of kick-ass civilians involved. Um, so my story is probably the same as a lot of people's stories that are involved, is that I am 100% rated through the VA for PTSD. I was going through about 8 to 10 years after Katrina um, of straight hell in my head mentally, um, secondary to my skill sets. Uh, after I discharged from the military, I became a firefighter and EMT. And, and my last job before I started my businesses and organization was I was picking up the homicide suicide cases for Washington County. So all my eyes saw was darkness and my head was just full of despair and pain. It was just, it was rough, Jim. And it started to influence me greatly mentally and, and into a suicidal stupor for years. Um, and that time, I just kept myself busy running organizations and doing what I could just to keep out of my head. I ran an organization downstate called Miles for Medics. I used to raise money for paramedics, firefighters, and police officers that have died in line of duty because my, my father for community EMS down in Southfield was almost killed on scene. Um, so, you know, it was just me keeping busy and doing 48-hour shifts and, you know, just, just not really dealing with the pain that I felt and actually exacerbating it by getting to more of these skill sets um, when I wasn't ready. Um, So (laughs) what we most miss, Jim, um, is camaraderie. And and, and Team Rubicon definitely provides that for me. Um, I'm sorry I'm a little little emotional right now. Um, Oh, I think it's important for people to hear that, you know, hey, uh, you you can be struggling with some stuff, but there's still purpose in life, and there's things that will give you purpose. And I think that's one of the real differences with today's veteran organizations, whether it's uh, Team Rubicon or Team Red, White, and Blue. It's a whole lot different than, you know, going to the VFW Hall or, or something like that. And, and Absolutely. so who, who said to you or did you reach out to them? How did, how did you, again, how did you get kind of, hey, maybe I'm going to give this Team Rubicon thing a try? I think this was meant to be, Jim, because you just mentioned them. Uh, Team Red, White, and Blue, Detroit chapter. Um, Shane, uh, the president there, uh, I was starting to hang out with them a little bit here and there, um, but more towards like the Milford areas doing the rucks and everything. And, and so I was looking through their sites and, and it took me through a loophole and that's how I found two team Rubicon. And let's talk a little bit about what the purpose of team Rubicon is, what it, what it uh, mobilizes in response to. Sure, absolutely. So Team Rubicon is a completely volunteer disaster relief organization made up of veterans, first responders, and kick-ass civilians. Uh, Team Rubicon travels around the country to different natural disasters, and all the volunteers are able to sign up for any disaster, and Team Rubicon pays for the plane ticket, your room, your boarding, your food, 
Um, some deployments might be, you know, uh, you might be sitting in a tent in a parking lot, you know, in the cold. Uh, that's where you sleep, um, eating, you know, MREs. Some, you know, you might be, um, <clears throat> you know, at the basement of a church, you know, um, getting stuff catered to you. You have no idea how the mission is going to be. And, and I think that's what grasps a lot of our attention as veterans, first responders, civilians is, is the, uh, the uh, philanthropy part of it. Um, just, just getting out there and being part of something bigger than ourselves and, and, you know, putting on our big boy pants and, and just being decent human beings and, and helping our brothers and sisters. Well, one of the things that happens too is you actually accomplish stuff, right? I mean, oh, you know, I, we're going to talk about your specific deployments, but when you go into a disaster zone, there's so much, uh, just basic work that has to be done but at the end of the day end of the week you can say hey we've cleared this from there to there and there are something like 158,000 veterans who participate in team rubicon mm-hmm. and these these volunteers are called gray shirts um gray shirt. so so you've been on a number of these deployments uh tim t- tell us about maybe your first and maybe your last one yeah, absolutely. So I just started with Team Rubicon in uh, September of, I started probably February of 2022, but I didn't, my first deployment wasn't until uh, September, I'm sorry, October 8th. And September 28th was when Hurricane Ian hit. Um, so we were deployed a week later. Um, so I was deployed first to Polk County, um, which is uh, not too far from, from Ground Zero, Fort Myers area, everything like that. Um, so basically what we were doing around there was, you know, going around to people's houses and seeing if they needed, you know, soya work, which is tree cutting, um, if they needed any muck outs, which is cleaning out houses of drywall and flooring and, and removing objects of their house, taking it to the curb form, uh, cleaning degree, debris from outside. Um, and just, I, I can't, I can't tell you, Jim. I mean, it's just, it's surreal. And I've been to a lot of natural disasters even before, uh, team Rubicon, but it, and everyone doesn't get easier. It's just your, 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 the survivors, the families, the neighbors, and the communities just blow your mind. I mean, the stories that I heard, the tears that soaked through my clothing from survivors and myself alike. I mean, everything was just surreal, bro. And, and, uh, and it, and it takes effect on your, your heart and your soul. And, and it, it does something to you, man. It, 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 it just makes you want to do more and it makes you want to reach out more and, and uh, makes you want to preach to, you know, others to, you know, do the same and, and try to get them involved in whatever you're interested in. And it's just, it's, it's something that's saving my life, literally, in a, in a small way. Well, and, and it, it, you can, I can tell it makes your heart swell. I mean, it's, it's the sort of thing where you're no longer focused on yourself. You're focused on these other folks who are really in a bad way, man. And, and maybe it makes you realize, hey, I might have it a little bit better than that guy who just had his whole house wiped out. Yes, sir. But part of this, too, you mentioned the camaraderie. Um, Team Rubicon is is uh, deployed a little bit like the military. There are units here, right? You, you don't mm-hmm. go off on yourself by yourself. Tell, no. uh, tell us about how the structure works. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty much FEMA structure. Um, it's, it's, you know, you got to have your ICS, your NIMS, you have to learn about all the structure, the command structures. Um, you have your planning, your logistics. I mean, you got your command centers. 
Um, you got your heavy equipment, your Sawyer teams, your Ruck teams. You got everybody in different teams. Uh, you got everybody uh, learning different leadership positions. And if you don't know your leadership position, you're being put in it anyway. And then your team around you helps you through it. Um, it's just it's it's a it's a building and growth uh, relationship every day with with these brothers and sisters that you're working with to help people out. I mean, it's it's just absolutely amazing. Tell us a little bit, uh, Tim, if you would, about uh, the folks you deployed with for Team Rubicon down to Hurricane Ian in uh, Absolutely. October. Absolutely. So um, they're from everywhere. Um, they are literally from all over the country. <clears throat> uh, we can be deployed at a, at a minute's notice. Um, they are people that have no homes. They are people that have lots of money. They are people that um, are middle class. Um, there are people that hurt. There are people that are happy. Um, there are people like Israel Aid. Uh, um, they're from Israel. They came over and, and helped for, for two months in the U.S., Hurricane Ian. Um, they're, they're another organization across the pond. Um, it's just good people, man. And, you know, thinking of a military structured group, um, you think of military structured people. So my first thought, Jim, was, man, we're going to have a hell of a lot of alphas in this group and there's going to be too many chiefs and not right. enough Indians. Right, and you right. know what? I was completely wrong. I was completely wrong. Everybody is genuine and, and looking to really help. And if you get that one or two that isn't, you know, that they never show back up. They know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're weeded out just like they normally are. Um, Absolutely. So for our veteran radio listeners, um, we're talking to uh, Tim Kudalak, who's a, Navy veteran um, who volunteers with Team Rubicon. And as he said, the volunteers are reimbursed for expenses, airfare, you know, uh, housing, meals, whatever may be taken care of, but they're not really, they're not paid. And you can learn more about Team Rubicon by going to their website, teamrubiconusa.org. Tim, you've done this once. I know uh, this this uh, interview almost didn't happen because you, you were on call to go off to California. Um, is this something that you see yourself continuing to do? Like you almost answered the call today. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we get, I mean, you'll get a text message, you know, uh, a flood happens in Kentucky and they want guys to go out, guys and girls to go. Out. I mean, this is something that I'm not, I wouldn't say as a hobby, it's more of a passion. Um, whenever I have time and, and the, the means to do it, I'm, I'm going to be on that plane and, and they do reimburse you, um, for everything. Uh, if you do pay, um, but if you don't have the money as well, I want to make clear, you don't have to, uh, pay, they, you don't have to pay them back any of that stuff. They'll pay for you. There's no reimbursements. They'll pay for you. Well, explain to us a little bit. What are you getting out of it? What What do you get out of spending time on, on a Team Rubicon deployment? That's a damn good question, Jim. I'm a, I'm a selfish gentleman uh, with my mental health um, because it has almost taken my life many times. Um, <clears throat> so I do this selfishly. I, I do this for my head. It makes me feel good going out and doing good for others. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people, I, I don't want to say that as fact, but I think a lot of people, they, they hurt and it makes them feel better by doing better for others. Um, so that's literally what it is. It's, it's a selfish matter for me. Yeah. I think, I think volunteering for in any way, shape or form, whether it's at the humane society with animals or 
something like Team Rubicon helps you realize uh, we're all part of a bigger thing here, and and does help you help you mentally. So, am I am I correct, TK, that you've uh, you would recommend to other vets that maybe they look into participating here with Team Rubicon? Absolutely, most definitely. I mean, if if you're looking for you know, a brother to call after an operation or a brother or sister to call, you know, uh, just, just to call. I mean, these are, these are people that you can make for lifetime friends, you know, and family. And I, I still get texts and I've been with or, other organizations, you know, you go do your job, you, you love on each other when you're there and then you don't really see each other or hear from each other until your next stop It's different with these guys. And, and how long were you? Uh, how long do these deployments go? I mean, uh, hey, I may have a week, but I'm I'm not sure I got a month. What's the What's the uh, time frame here? Absolutely. So what they have a saying there called "changing your socks." So basically, after a ten day deployment, seven to ten day deployment, they want you to go home. They want you to get mentally refit, debrief yourself. You know chillax a little bit and then you can sign up again and come back down you know a week later or, or whatever if they need you and, and uh, tim how did you go about signing up to do this so you said it just yourself my friend and went to teamrubiconusa.org and then you go and click on to the uh to the the volunteer and it'll give you all the instructions basically they're gonna uh pay for your background check if you can't afford it um, and then they'll give you, you know, instructions to take your, you know, um, ICS uh, 100, ICS 700. Those are the only two that you need to actually get into Team Rubicon, as well as, you know, just a small class, you know, uh, letting you know what Team Rubicon is about. So basically, you can, if you put your mind to, you can get everything done in one day um, and get it all sent in. And then it usually takes, uh, sometimes it's taken as little, little as a week and you're on an appointment or it could take, you know, two or three weeks, but it doesn't take very much time at all. And you can also advance with team Rubicon there. There's people in the command centers and, and there's so many different classes and different things that we can, we can learn and, 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 uh, upgrade our, our skill sets. And it's just, it, it really is a good military structure. Well, that's a good uh, a good lead into a question that I was thinking about, and that is skill sets. Hey, I'm not a bulldozer operator or heavy equipment operator, or maybe I don't uh, operate a, a chainsaw. What what level of skill do I have to have to be of interest to Team Rubicon? Absolutely. Okay, that's that's a great question. So you do have to be over 18 um, to join. Um, and then there is no age limit after that. They do not care if you have a disability. They don't care what skill sets you have. You have a job with Team Rubicon. I know an 80-year-old man that's out there. That's a, that's a master sawyer that teaches others um, how to chainsaw and stuff like that. That's out there cutting trees, you know, on these ops. And then there's a young lady in a wheelchair with a service dog. Um, that you know is in the command center and doing planning logistics you know and and then there's people with all different skill sets emts and stuff like that that we can be used out there you do not have to have a certain skill set they will train you yeah i think sometimes people say well i'm 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 handy but i'm not a you know i'm not a finished carpenter or i'm not a you know i i can drive a truck but i'm not really a great operator so i think that's great to hear that there's all levels of need that can be put to worth uh, work at uh, Team Rubicon. Absolutely. If you got a heart and half a brain, you're good. Hey, Tim, I want to switch gears a little bit um, and give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, 
some of the businesses that uh, you've got going now i know you've got two of them but 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 as importantly i guess i want to ask before we get into the specifics of it you know you got out you had some struggles why did you move towards hey i want to be an entrepreneur i want to be a business owner myself talk a little bit about that transition Absolutely. So with the disorders that I have, um, it was getting really, really hard to do a nine to five. Some days you can't get out of bed. You're crying. You're in pain. You know, you just you're mentally wanting to make this your last day on earth. Um, so I had to start my own business. My first one was got your six um, power washing. Then what I could do is I could hire people. And if I have that lost day, you know, I can send them out to go get those jobs done and still be able to put food on their table as well as mine. Um, so now that's what I do. I just stay busy. I can't work a nine to five job. There's just no way. There's no way I'd be able to see how I'm going to be the next day mentally with these disorders. Well, and I think that, you know, the power washing and getting into a small business where you can be a little more in control of your own schedule is, is really a useful, um, situation for somebody who's balancing all those other issues, isn't it? Absolutely. It's something that I like, you know, power washing, you clean things and it's so satisfying and it really helps my head. And, and that's what I do with got your six power washing is I, I, I hire other veterans, you know, that have disorders and can't do nine to five jobs. And, you know, they put a set of earplugs in and that's it. They don't have to deal with me. They just do their job and easy day squared away. Yeah. Sometimes that's part of it too is, Hey, I don't want to deal with a boss. I don't want yep. to deal with, you know, I'll put the earplugs in, it's going to be noisy. But again, it's a job where at the end of the day, you can look back and say, that's what we accomplished. And I think that helps a lot of people. Absolutely, Jim. You're completely correct on that. Now, Tim, you also got involved in a new business uh, uh, that uh, may, some might feel is, well, that's a little bit different than what he was doing. So, talk, <laughs> so TK, talk about it. <laughs> well, I, I moved up to Houghton Lake about, two and a half years ago um, to save my life, actually, trees and water and get away from the cities and get my mind right. Um, and this community had saved my life, by the way. It's, it's been great. Um, <clears throat> so I met a young lady here, a really good friend of mine. She's become a really good friend of mine. Um, and she's a cosmetologist, and she's just amazing at her skill set. And it's not the skill set that I'm investing in, Jim. It's, it's really her heart. Um, she anybody that sits in her chair and she's involved with my organization as well, the, the veteran organization and anybody that sits in her chair or anybody that talks to her, they cannot help, but just to feel magnetized her. I mean, she is such a beautiful heart and I can't say so much more for her. I mean, she just loves everybody. She's, she's taken care of me a lot with my head, you know, and, and gotten me into this position to where I can do a lot of this stuff with confidence. And, and uh, so basically <laughs> Um, we're opening a veteran-owned, woman-owned hair salon. Um, it's called Blended Lines. Um, blended lines, lines meaning, you know, we're blending people, um, services, departments, agencies. Um, we're all one. Um, <clears throat> and it's going to be a military and public safety and first responder-themed salon. So, you know, people from local departments can come in and drop off their patch and we'll put it in a shadow box on the wall. If you have a picture of your loved one, we have a whole wall of honor, you know, that you can put a picture of your loved one that passed away that was in the military, public safety. Um, just a lot of stuff like that we want to do for these communities around here. And and, and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a straightforward veteran for veteran business, you know, we can, we can do things for veterans, first responders, 
anywhere in any aspect of life. Yeah, it's going to be veteran friendly here at uh, Blended Line Salon and at, at Got Your Six uh, Power Washing. Kim, if, think back 10 years, a decade ago, where, mm-hmm. where you were at, where your head was at, and where you are today. Pretty damn amazing, isn't it? It, it really is. I, I, I wouldn't expect it. I'd be here, Jim. And I think that's one of those messages you try to get out to our, our veteran radio listeners is that, you know, a lot of things can change. Don't, don't give up hope. Don't succumb. Keep fighting. Look for opportunities that will help you whether it be changing locations, getting out of the city, starting your own business, uh, small business so that you don't have to deal with the boss, uh, finding some good friends, and, and getting involved in something bigger than yourself, like Team mm. Rubicon. And, and it's also a bigger purpose because you, you, get, you have the right to do some bragging about your son, don't you? Oh, man, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead. My son. <laughs> All right, cool. This is, this is cool. Um, my son, Julian, uh, like I said, you know, I had a pretty rough path. So, uh, my son, Julian was conceived on a reservation in New Mexico. Um, so he's off a reservation and I didn't get him till he was about 10 years old. Um, and a, a res boy and a white man's world, you know, it's a whole different world. Um, so it was rough and me being a, a military dad strict and everything like that. It was just, it was hard, man. And then we've been through a whole lot together and, and he's turned 18 now and and uh on his birthday he went and he went to meps yeah i mean <laughs> you know he's he's it really says something when he's looked at his father and said uh i i i want to join up i want to i want to join the military so i know he's just gone off uh in the last month or so uh have you heard from him how is he doing and, and i don't remember seeing which service he joined Oh yeah, he's he's joining army and uh, he still hasn't graduated high school yet. Uh, so that's another three months until high school's graduation, and then he'll be shipped off. So he hasn't he hasn't went off yet. <laughs> well, every moment of it's uh, as you know uh, precious, and again one of those things where you look back and say, "Gosh, you know, eight years of this life was ten years ago, a decade ago, yeah. life was so different. I was in such a different place." And man, it's, it's it's great to be where you're at, isn't it, TK? It's a lot better than it was, my friend. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Well, we appreciate uh, Tim Kudalak coming on and talking to Veterans Radio, talking primarily about um, Team Rubicon and and what it does and how it does it and the value to him. But we also appreciate you being so candid about uh, your service and some of the struggles, but but getting uh, getting on the other side as well. So. Tim, thanks thanks for the time today. Absolutely. I just want to give a little shout-out to you, my friend. Thank you for what you do for us. And uh, also, my organization is called Got Your Six Veteran Community Organization. It's here in Roscommon County, Michigan. Uh, my mission statement is I give veterans stuff to do to stay out of their head, which in turn helps me stay out of mine. So we just go out and we do a bunch of stuff. We got sponsors and businesses that will help out. You got a Facebook or a website that they can uh, follow you on? Yep, they can go right on Facebook, look up Got Your Six Veterans. Perfect. That's what we wanted to get across. I was saying, I just want to tell these warriors out there, you know, just just stay strong. No more funerals. You got it, Tim. Thanks again. Thank you, Jim. And I want to thank everybody for listening to Veterans Radio today. I am Jim Fossone. It's been a pleasure to be your host. I'm a veterans disability lawyer at Legal Help for Veterans, and you can reach us at 800 
693-4800 or LegalHelpForVeterans.com on the web. You can follow Veterans Radio on Facebook and listen to its podcasts and Internet radio shows by going to VeteransRadio.net. And until next time, you are dismissed. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans' Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. We again want to thank our national sponsors, the National Veterans Business Development Council, NVBDC.org, VA Ann Arbor Health Care System, the Vietnam Veterans of America, Charles S. Kettles Chapter, Ann Arbor, Michigan. VFW Graf O'Hara Post 423 in Ann Arbor. And the American Legion Press Corn Post 46, also in Ann Arbor. We appreciate all your support. You can go to veteransradio.net, click on the sponsor level, and continue to support keeping Veterans Radio on the air. And until next time... You are dismissed.